right, welcome back to another episode of Average at Best. This is episode four, I think. Yeah, episode four. Um, officially, right. yeah, yeah. Day, uh, day fifty-four without sports. Um, we got a packed show today, actually. So we'll go ahead and get right into it. Um, first off, we're going to start on a bit of a, a somber note. Um, R.I.P. Squinting, Jameis Winston. Um, I know it's old news that he got his um, eye surgery done, but in the last week he came out and he said that before his surgery, he could not even read license plates or road signs, which is absolutely mind-blowing that a guy that couldn't read a license plate could throw for 30-plus touchdowns in a season. Um, So that obviously brings up the question, if a guy that was that blind could throw for 30 touchdowns, is he actually the real GOAT? It's debatable, but it also explains the 30 interceptions. (laughs) Yeah. I I think the greatest joke I saw about it was that they need to create a 30 for 30. On Jameis Winston, oh. and I could not, I could not <laughs> stop laughing. What, what if I told you that Jameis Winston threw for thirty for thirty, but couldn't see twenty twenty? <laughs> oh, that's amazing! That's a good one. That's a good one. You know, yes. right? So, like, are we sure it was his vision? And he also, is he guaranteed the second string behind Drew Brees since he's completed more passes to Saints players than Taysom Hill? well maybe so maybe he thinks that like license plates are supposed to have words on them so okay he he couldn't read them because he's like what the heck they're a bunch of random letters and numbers i've never seen that word in my life yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) Um, i like it okay but do you think he's gonna like go back and watch film now that he has good eyes and just be like Oh yeah, I I was throwing to the wrong team that whole time. Like I really suck. <laughs> well, like no. when he was watching film before, like was like how was he preparing and scouting him if he couldn't see that well? Like he probably thought the officials were the defense half the time. Like yeah. wow, that safety's really not moving anywhere. That's going to be open all day. <laughs> it's probably just a big old excuse to suck. That could be it too. Yeah, that, I mean, that, yeah. Well, my thing is. If he knew his vision was that bad, why are you waiting until just now to get that surgery? Exactly. And the other big thing, like, if you can't read road signs, why are you driving? I was thinking the same thing. I mean, that's a a lot of questions. Um, But, yeah, so that, I feel like that just has a lot of uh, red flags around it. But one thing that I am a little upset he did go to the Saints. I really was kind of hoping he'd go to, like, the Cowboys because I would have loved to watch Jameis, like, squinting up at the giant video board the entire game <laughs> oh, yeah. um, that would have been a, a good thing to see but and i will say too on an actual serious note i think that it was a really good move by the saints because i honestly believe he's going to be the next quarterback not Taysom hill yeah I, I yeah on a more serious note like you said i think it's a great move for the saints and for him um you know he can actually come in kind of just relax a little bit um, you know, get into a better organization than, than Tampa Bay, I think. And oh, yeah. actually, you know, actually be able to learn under Sean Payton. And, you know, if his vision's actually corrected, then maybe we'll see a much different quarterback because um, Drew Brees only has another year, maybe two left. So exactly. Um, <clears throat> Are we going to see some packages with all three quarterbacks on the field? Oh, I think it's going be interesting. Yeah. I mean, Taysom Hill, I mean, he's going to be on the field because he's just a stud and a weapon wherever you put him. Yeah. But maybe um, have Jameis, you know, maybe, I mean, because, you know, Philly's trying to do that with Wentz and Hurts. So maybe the Saints are like, hey, maybe we could run Jameis out there as a distraction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really throw anything out the window um, with Sean Payton. He's kind of a, he knows what he's doing on the offensive side of the ball. No doubt. Um, But yeah, so... I did mention the Cowboys. So moving on to the Cowboys, um, a big surprise came out this week that Andy Dalton, um, he got cut by the Bengals. Not a big surprise there, but the surprise was that he signed with the Cowboys. Um, and I'm not even going to lie to you. My first initial instinct was 
He is Jason Garrett's replacement. Look kind of similar, both kind of gingery looking uh, guys. And I think Jerry just really misses Jason Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Dalton's a good quarterback. I mean, yeah. if if you you can get some guys around him, like he will lead you to the playoffs and he'll win some games. I mean, he was one of six quarterbacks I saw that had so many wins and so many uh, touchdown passes. And he was in the category with Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, uh, Matt Ryan. And, oh, yeah. You know, like it was elite company. Nah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ben Roethlisberger, too. Don't, I, don't I didn't want to oh, yeah. I, I say his name. Well, what's I mean, he's definitely the best backup in the league. That's without a question. Yes, and no I'm wondering, for him, it makes sense. I didn't realize this, but I mean, he has a house there already. It's his. I mean, it's where he's from originally. Mm-hmm. So, even if he were just like, you know what, I'm on the the train ride out. I'm in my hometown and ready to go. But also from Dallas's perspective, is it putting a little bit of pressure on Dak? Because they're like, hey, if you really don't pan out again this year, we have a really good backup plan. Like, hey, you wanted all this money. You better per- you better perform. Yeah, because we have a guy who can easily step in and probably do just as good as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a really that's a really good point. I mean, Andy Dalton is probably one of the most I don't even want to say underrated because he's never really had an opportunity. Just underappreciated, I think. Yeah, underappreciated, really. Because, I mean, if you look back, he's the franchise leader in passing touchdowns uh, for Cincinnati. He's second all-time in yards, and that's behind, I'm pretty sure it's Boomer Esiason, who's a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, the dude is good. You've just never surrounded him with anybody. And you've also been coached by Marvin Lewis your entire career. So. <laughs> No, but yeah, I think um, I think it's interesting that they you know they give him they shelled out an eight million dollar contract, three million guaranteed. So like that could very well be their kind of backup plan if Dak doesn't you know pan out and kind of put a little pressure on him. And I think Andy sure. Dalton could really you know do good things in Dallas. Um, I will say they're kind of a match made in heaven. Uh, Cowboys can't really win a playoff game. Neither can he. So <laughs> Very it, true. It, it almost makes sense, you know, just kind of throw those two teams together. They might get to the playoffs, but they're not going to win. All I'm saying is it's, uh, it's a good thing that the Cowboys can't play the Steelers in the wild card round because Andy Dalton could not beat the Steelers. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, one last thing about the NFL. We have the um, NFL schedule release coming out this Thursday. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, what you know what games are the primetime games and stuff this year and kind of what they do about you know the whole plan of the season if it's going to be delayed and all that stuff um but i think definitely most looking forward to the nfc south primetime games you got brady you got breeze teddy bridgewater matt ryan so i feel like that's going to have a ton of primetime games from that division it's going to be fun yeah, so coming from Tampa Bay fan Alex. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then I think, too, um, if I'm not mistaken, because they already released, like, who the teams are going to be playing, just not the official schedule right, yet. Right. Yeah. I think that Tampa Bay is playing uh, Kansas City, which yes. is going to be a s- amazing primetime game. I also think they're playing the Packers. So wow. Yeah. So... But, I mean, by that point, you know, we could be seeing a lot of Jordan Love action, so you, you don't really know. Oh, yeah. It's kind of unexpected. So you heard it here first. Uh, Tampa Bay will be on any Sunday and Monday and or Thursday night football for the whole year. Very <laughs> football. Wow. Yeah. That's a bold, ba- basically, they are just going to play every single primetime game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I wouldn't even be mad about it. No, I, I don't think I would either. I think As that, long as that, I get some good Gronk action. Oh, yeah, definitely. It is going to be – I think it's going to be one of the most interesting NFL seasons. But I say that every year, so. (laughs) Well, yeah. That's why they take our money. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, so moving off the NFL, uh, moving into college a little bit. So it officially came out this week. College athletes can be paid for their their likeness. Um, So they're not going to get paid from the school, but, you know, basically the whole Ohio State, Jim Trestle – tattoo gate 
that never would have happened if this rule had been in place back then. Um, so basically players can sign autographs, sell memorabilia, um, just make some money off of being elite athletes that make millions of dollars for the school. Like they should be getting paid for anyway. Um, so I think the, the real shame in all this is everyone's big hope was that the NCAA football games were coming back. But from what I've seen on Twitter and things coming out, that is a likely long shot that those come back. So I think that's the most upsetting part about this whole thing. Yeah. So I was, I was reading, um, like there were comments from different presidents and stuff like president Drake from Ohio state and stuff. And they were saying that the NCAA was NCAA is going to allow paying the athletes so they can earn unlimited amounts of money uh, from endorsement deals, sports camps, business agreements, stuff like that. But they, they're not allowed to use school logos or school trademarks. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. And from a school's perspective, I can understand that. I mean, it's the NCAA. They're going to do, literally do the bare minimum to compensate the athletes for sure. But it's definitely – and it was kind of funny because we were talking about this you know, between us earlier last week, something like that, about college basketball. And I think this is huge to keep college basketball relevant in keeping those athletes in school because – if you tell a you know a Zion Williamson recruit type player coming out of high school like hey you can actually start making money and go play for Duke and build your brand there then it's a no brainer of course you're going to want to do that yeah I, I definitely think that um, it's going to help out college basketball like you said and it's definitely going to open the door um, I think it's we might even start seeing you know players who to try and build their brand start acting out you know, kind of acting out and doing some crazy stuff off the field to try and get that, you know, notoriety and stuff. And that's, that's going to be a little weird to see. <clears throat> but, um, I think the, the, the real shame in this whole thing is that the NCAA games are coming back. Um, you know, I've really been keeping up on my college football, um, video game skills over this quarantine. Um, I think I mentioned it in the first episode that I was the offensive coordinator at Louisiana tech um, well, yeah, I've, I've progressed through my career a little bit. Um, just led Georgia to a national title as the offensive coordinator. That's awesome. Um, you know, my strategy has been through the roof. Um, you know, as far as putting points on the board, averaged over 40 points a game. Um, got a nice little strategy. Got this, got this one play where, uh, I totally can hit the deep ball every time. And when I say every time, I mean, every time three of my four seasons as an offensive coordinator, my wide receiver has been the Heisman trophy winner. And it's it's because I, it's because I hit like 50 touchdowns a season on this same play because the the safety just, he can't, he can't guard it. So Ryan day, if you're listening, um, I'm open to being a passing game consultant. Um, Just hit me up. So, you know, I kind of know how, how to do things and, you know, we'll have some wide receivers in the running for the Heisman before you know it. So some other, uh, college football kind of older news, but I still think it's, uh, kind of funny to talk about. So apparently Nick Saban does not send texts or emails. He apparently said he's never sent a text or an email in his life, um, and don't get me wrong, like I'm not an FBI agent or anything, but that seems a little suspicious. Um, obviously, you can't have a paper trail that you're paying players. Um, so, I mean, I've been watching a lot of Ozark lately. Don't know if you guys um, have watched that on Netflix. Um, but, you know, I know what to look for when someone is hiding something. And that is a huge red flag. So I think that's confirmed Alabama's paying players. I don't know what else it would point to, to be honest with you. <laughs> I just don't believe them. Like, there's no <laughs> oh, way yeah. you have, like, you've definitely done one or the other, even if it's by accident. Yeah. Like, you've definitely I, uh, sent a text or an email. Yeah. Like, there's I, I, no doubt, no doubt about it. I'm with Andrew. I think it's because he said, like, his wife 
basically handled a lot of it. Like everyone would text her or email her. And then she just basically got tired of it. And so she told him, I'm done dealing with it. But in my mind, I think it's all farce. And I think he's just like one of these guys who's playing to his brand and making it sound all cool. Like, oh, I'm such a football guy. I don't even deal with the phone or anything. I think it's complete farce. Big football guy. Yeah, he's he's definitely playing the old man football guy card big time. Like the Bill Belichick kind of like, oh, I don't know what this snap face Twitter book is. Yeah, yeah that, that's, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think it's exactly what it is. I also, yeah. Yeah, but so it, it got me thinking, um, if he doesn't text or anything, that means he only, you know, calls. So imagine being an assistant coach. And like, you know, you're, you're out doing something, um, you know, leave your phone on the counter, you come back to your phone and you see, you've got a missed call from Saban. Um, I think, I think that like automatically gets the, gets the blood pumping a little bit. Like you've got to be terrified to see Nick Saban and you had a missed call from it. It's, it's almost like missing a call from your mom when you like snuck out when you were young. Yeah, like, I agree. <laughs> I, he, and if, if he is true, he probably doesn't even leave voicemails. Oh, definitely not. You can't leave the paper trail. So it's it's all going to be, you know, you, you can't leave voicemails, no messages, no nothing. I'd say that's one of the most frustrating things a person can do. Not just Nick Saban, but a person in general. When they call and don't leave a voicemail. And I'm like, and I just think it's not important enough for me to call back then. You know, but, you know, but Alex did a did offend some people because I I usually leave voicemails. I like to do that. I'm finding more and more people like their mailbox is full. So like I wait to leave a bo- voicemail and then it's like their mailbox cannot accept any new messages messages this time. Goodbye. And I'm then just like, oh, okay. Well, you don't. I don't. You don't deserve to have my call anyway or my message. I just feel like if it's really urgent, you're either going to leave a voicemail, and if you can't do that, like you said, then just shoot me a text. Hey, shoot him a text, talk. yeah. But yeah. like, just a call and nothing. I'm like, it, I had I to think, just think it, it's an accident. I agree. I agree. I think that's a, mo- a millennial thing. Like, I feel like we don't leave voicemails. I enjoy a good voicemail. I agree, Alex. I like when I. When I see, like, a phone p- number pop up on my phone, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to answer that. Because I always say, like, if they actually – if someone actually needs me, they'll either call back again or they'll leave me a voicemail. Like, that's my thought process. So yeah, I, I'm I just you. don't answer it, you know? And if they don't, I'm like, oh, well. I'm with you because I feel like a lot of the calls I get that I don't know the number, it's, like, spam calls. So I'm like, yes, oh. Yeah, exactly. If, exactly. If, it's, if it's important, you know, they'll leave a message if it's, like, a – you know, like a school related thing or job related thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I'm kind of with Brandon though about the whole like it's a millennial thing to not leave voicemails because the only people that leave voicemails on my phone are my grandparents. So that's Hey yeah. Scotty. <laughs> it's like uh, a really uh, slow like is this thing on? Can you hear me? Just giving you a call. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's pretty uh pretty accurate with exactly how it sounds. And then um, I feel like if Saban were to ever leave a voicemail, that's definitely it's it's like stating the obvious, like, hey, I'm calling you. <laughs> All right, we'll talk soon. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I think yeah, when old people leave voicemails, they never say why they called. It's just, hey, just giving you a call. Uh, you know, just call me back when you can. <laughs> Like, thank you. I did not know that. <laughs> it's like they just they don't think that the the missed call notification goes through unless they leave a voicemail. Yeah, wow. I like I like when they say who they are. Like, hey, you know, it's Andrew. Obviously, like, <laughs> yeah, call me but back it's, it's, at this number. I noticed it's like this since all this quarantine started. Like when people make videos, they do the same thing. Like, hey, it's so and so. Like, yeah, I can see your face. <laughs> I I know it's you. <laughs> I literally see you. you don't have to like you don't have to tell me who you are. Oh god. Yeah, I, all here. I love Or I love, the, the the last thing is like older people like they think they have to talk super loud and like <laughs> FaceTime or something or Zoom. Like even even my dad, like my dad's not old but like he was he was FaceTime my gr- my grandma the other day trying to fix their printer and he's like yelling on my dad like <laughs> you got to chill like she can hear you. Like, you don't gotta yell into the phone. 
that's definitely Saban. He's a phone yeller. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. no doubt. Yeah. But no, I, I definitely think like the older people as, and on top of yelling, they either have the phone like an inch from their face or they have it like three feet, like elbows full extended, like out from their face. And they like, oh, yeah. they kind of hold it up in the air at an angle a little bit, like tilt their chin back a little, you know what I'm talking about? Like they're yeah. trying to get that good signal. Almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're on the top of a mountain somewhere. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, we went down the rabbit hole on that one for sure. Um, but yeah, so we'll move on, uh, move on to some kind of NBA talk. Um, well, the new Space Jam logo finally got released. Uh, the new Space Jam's featuring LeBron. And people on Twitter lost their damn minds about the Space Jam logo. Um, I, did you guys see the logo yet or any of that stuff that LeBron posted? I, oh, I, yeah, saw, I saw the logo. Yeah, I mean, what, what, do, you, what do you think about it, Tinge? I just... Why, like, why fix something if it's not broke? Is like the old one was good. Why not just keep it? I just didn't think there was any point in changing it. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. Like, you know, maybe keep. I wish they would have kept the retro look a little bit. Um, Yeah, but you know, they did kind of, kind of, you know, make put the twenty twenty twist on it. I guess they they did they did. Um, oh yeah, I just, like I don't know, like I just want that childhood back, like that retro look it had. So, like well, when I see it for the first time, I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Like I'm not gonna get as pumped now since it's different. I feel like I can see that, but at the same time, you gotta think it's like it's a new era. Like they're not yeah, really. It is. It's cool. It's gonna be cool for us who grew up watching it, but it's also appealing to like younger kids too. Still at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I honestly. I thought, you know, my thought of it was just that people just want another reason to knock on LeBron and it's, oh, LeBron's version of Space Jam isn't going to be as good. You know, oh, Jordan was so much better. And so it's just, it's another one of those things. It never ends. The Jordan-LeBron debate never ends. Um, Personally, you know, I'm not sure how great the movie is going to be overall just because usually when they do remakes of stuff like this, it never ends up being as good as the original um, but I do have one thought. So we talked about how there was a, uh, a villain in the original space jam that looked just like Jerry Krause. Does that mean in LeBron's version, there's going to be a villain that looks like Dan Gilbert has to be that, Yeah. I mean, it's almost a given, you know? So I think we're going to see a Dan Gilbert looking villain for sure. Um, but on that same topic, um, we will go ahead and talk about the Jordan Doc, um, episode five and six, just aired last night. So the, the Dream Team, um, uh, apparently all the guys on that team hated Isaiah Thomas. So he was not invited to be on the team, which I thought that was pretty crazy that you could have a player that was so hated by everyone else that he just isn't on the Olympic team. Yes, yeah. but it like the the two point guards that were on the team, like you can't argue about them. I mean, it's Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard of all time, and John Stockton, the leading assist of all time. Like I mean, was Isaiah a little better than Stockton? Probably, but it's like you can't argue that Magic and Stockton shouldn't have been on there. No, so no, like, definitely I think not. I think it made I think having those two like made it easier for them to be like, oh yeah, like Isaiah just doesn't need to be on it. Because of yes. how good those two were, it, yes, like you know, it's the national, or you know, not yeah, the national team, and you want your best players. But like you said, Isaiah was not liked, and why would you want to create a team that you're trying to go win titles with with terrible chemistry because everyone hates one guy? So even like that just makes sense to not have him. Yeah, that that's what Jordan said, and like you know, he was basically like we had a ton of fun at the practices. Everything was great. And he's like, you know, I feel like Isaiah really just would have messed that up just because, you know, he just had a lot of issues with a lot of guys on the team. And I don't know. Isaiah Thomas was kind of like the, the Draymond green kind of Patrick Beverly attitude of back then where he was just kind of like a pest is what it looked like. And nobody really liked him. Um, But he was um, just, 
good at basketball unlike Draymond and Beverly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Much better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so they also um went into detail about the the famous dream team practice where it was like Magic and Barkley, um, their team was going up against Jordan's team, and it was like heated, intense, and Magic loved to get under Jordan's skin. And um it, it was pretty funny watching that stuff because a lot of those guys were like good friends, but man, when they stepped on the court, even at practices, like it was cutthroat and it, I, I know Tinch, you watched it. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch any of it since I talked to you, but that practice was pretty fun to watch. Oh yeah. I, I wish like the whole, that whole scrimmage could just be released. Yes. Because I just, I, I mean, like you said, like once they step in between those lines, like they don't care. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter how close they are off the court. Like they want to beat each other as bad as they can. Oh yeah. And that's yeah. like, I don't, I feel like that, that doesn't, we don't see that a ton. Like, especially like with like high school kids nowadays and all that, like they just don't have that like cutthroat mentality that, that Jordan had, that Kobe had. Like they didn't care who you were, what you'd done. Like if you're in their court, like you're going to take a beating. But then as soon as they were, they were done, like they were all cool again. Yeah, I think that's like one of the bigger myths of like the 80s and 90s era basketball. Um, you know, the people who like hate on LeBron and fantasize Jordan are like, oh, well, like back then, you know, it was just different. Like everyone just hated each other. And like, yeah, the game was like more physical and there was like some more dirty play and stuff like that. But no, the, the guys were just as like buddy buddy as they were, you know, back then. And now, so, I mean, like all those guys were friends, same way, you know, LeBron, D Wade, Mello, and all those, like the banana boat guys are all friends. So I think it's kind of a myth that people, um, that people like to put out there, um, just to kind of like boost Jordan a little bit. And last kind of topic here about the Jordan doc that I think this is the biggest takeaway from these two episodes is that Jordan loved to gamble. The dude was gambling all the time. There's there's like a scene where he's literally playing a game with someone like the arena security about they're just flipping a quarter at a wall and you have to try and get the quarter as close to the wall as possible without hitting it. And, you know, all these guys are playing with Jordan um, and they're just playing for money before a game or after a game. And everything to him was a competition. Um, he was even <laughs> in one of the interviews, he said uh, so the interviewer asked him, they're like, you know, hey, uh do you think that you have a gambling problem? Like be, be honest. And he's like, no, I don't have a gambling problem. I just have a competition problem. <laughs> so that just I, tells you the type of guy that Jordan was. Yeah. I, that was my favorite line of the whole series so far. Oh yeah. Just that, cause that, it's that was, like, that's, it's just like, I feel like I can relate to him with that. Like, I don't care what we're doing. Like I don't want to lose like to anybody. Like it'll be the dumbest thing, but if I if I'm losing, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get mad about it. So like just having a competitive problem, like yeah, like that's true. But he also had a gambling problem. <laughs> I know. I was about to say that's like saying I don't have a drinking problem. I just have a having fun problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say though, like I think, I mean, obviously, like LeBron gets scrutinized a lot today, but Jordan got scrutinized. I mean, just as much back then. I mean, people oh. were all over him. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no, I was thinking about today, and I think the Bulls really messed this one up with the whole gambling thing. There's a, a quick, easy fix that they could have you know, totally fixed his gambling problem. So all they had to do was get somebody that he really didn't like, um, somebody he really hated, maybe like a Jerry Krause, for example. And you just need to go up to Jordan and be like, hey, Jordan, I bet you $100,000 that you can't stop gambling. And boom, problem solved. He can't not take a bet. Boom. So yeah. you, it's like a little reverse psychology. You use his strategy against him, and he never gambles again. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Last thing, when he remember you were talking about uh, when they were throwing the quarters to the wall or whatever? Yeah. yeah. How about the security guard giving Jordan the shrug? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a goat moment right there. Oh, absolutely. That dude was a legend. Had the had the perm. Had, and I forget his name, but rest in peace, because I read that he died in January. 
Oh man. So but, didn't get to see the doc, but, but also was a good how, how crazy is it that, that Jordan had his own office? Like oh yeah. Just in, in the arena, he had an office where he would just hang out like by himself before games. And it's like Jordan yeah. had yeah. his own office. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I didn't, the other thing, the last thing that stuck out to me, like I didn't know, is that Nike wasn't very big. Like yeah. Nike only made basically like track shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Like so they, didn't, they didn't make like tennis shoes really until yeah. like Jordan kind of signed with them. Yeah. And that's because you, you basically can make the argument. T- turn them down. Yeah. You can make the argument that Jordan made Nike and like kind of like made them explode. There was like one part where um, they said that they um, projected that the first year of the Jordan shoe, they projected $3 million in sales. Or no, I'm sorry, over the first four years, they were going to project three million in sales. In the first year alone, they made 126 million. Oh, yeah. So the story of Nike is pretty crazy. Yeah, they just, there's a lot of crazy stuff. And the craziest, Jordan didn't even want to go to Nike. He exactly, he almost didn't even have the meeting. Yeah, his mom made him fly out there to to have a meeting with him because, like, he was all in for Adidas. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we definitely talked a lot about that, I feel like. Really beat that horse. Um, but one last thing, kind of some random thoughts here. I don't know if you guys have seen this stuff. First of all, 2020 has been one hell of a year, crazy year. Um, and on top of everything that's already happened, aliens have been confirmed by the U.S. government. So what's next? And it was casual. Yeah. It was so casual. <laughs> It was like, I, okay, cool. I just feel like we're at the point, like, like for everything that's happened so far this year, we're just like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, we, we, we're expecting it. And, like, I'm not sure nothing. much is going to, like, surprise us. That's what I was going to say. Nothing is surprising at this point. Like, if like, you cool. told me that the world was going to end tomorrow, I'd be like, yeah, seems about right. <laughs> Could have seen that one coming, you know? Like, Kobe yeah. died, obviously. It doesn't yeah. help, too. We live in an age where literally anything, it could be the most tragic thing in the world. There's a meme about it within five minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't ridiculous. like going back to the main point, though, like I don't like I always thought aliens are real. Well, yeah, you're crazy if you think we're the only ones out. Right. Right. I mean, it's so I think that's part of it, too. Like, like, oh, okay, it's confirmed. But like. 99% of us probably are are in our head already had it confirmed I feel like. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe maybe the virus was from aliens. Maybe. You know, maybe little little Is alien attack. I I even heard people say that like viruses are aliens because they're just so like weird that it's like they're like unexplainable. Um, That's actually not a bad thought. Yeah. That is interesting though. Hey, is that a hot take or I don't know, you know? No, I think I think that's got yeah. that's not a bad take at all. We got a science podcast coming next. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so we'll go ahead and move on to our segments. Um first one, we're gonna debut a new segment, um, courtesy of Alex for the idea. Um we're gonna call this Blast from the Past. Um we are basically gonna um, talk about it can be sports related it doesn't have to be um so sports related stuff uh, movies shows uh songs stuff like that kind of like those things that you see and you're like oh wow like that was you know that was 15 years ago that came out or stuff like that just kind of you know makes you really realize how fast time has gone by um so i know each of us has at least one i know brand has a few um, Brandon, why don't you go ahead and give yours first? I know you have a few. Okay, so my first one is um, so basically I just kind of searched up, you know, movies that you didn't realize were that old. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> that's a good good like, place to start. Good journalism. Yeah. So so I started with Google. Yeah, yeah, my journalism. So first of all, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is 20 years old. Wow. Oh, man. It came out in 2000. 
It is 20 years old. That's no. that's pretty crazy. I guess if you yeah. think about like the quality of like the the video and stuff, it, that's not you know totally surprising. But you know you just don't right. think about that. But you don't. Th- yeah, the, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's yeah, almost but, as old as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the second one I have um, is The Sandlot. It's a good movie. Oh, amazing movie. So The Sandlot came out 27 years ago. Wow. Oh, my god! It is almost 30 years old. It came out in 1993. That's pretty crazy. That blows my mind because I love that movie. But it is 27 years old. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Squints real quick. Squints was a real MVP in that. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I mean, you can't get much more goat status than Squints. Oh, yeah. Squints is the man. Yeah, I mean, Brandon idolized him so much that he dressed up as him for Halloween one year. (laughs) You're absolutely right. (laughs) So the final one, this blew my mind. So... Did you guys ever have the, uh, like the green machines, like the, you know what I'm talking oh, like about? A little, like like the, tricycle thing. Yeah. Little tricycles that you like had the handlebars where you oh, yeah, like, you could, like run around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that came out in 1975. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> The first green machine came out in 1975. Well, hey, props that's to them crazy. for still being around. I mean, that's that a, is a 55 year old toy. <laughs> when you okay, so when you say 1975, it doesn't sound like that long ago. But then right. to think that it's 55 years ago, oh man, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Because like I. I feel like any, anything before the year 2000. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 45. 45. I was going to say, I think that's yeah, yeah. No, don't back oh. check me. Do not okay. back check me. I nice was. Math. 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 Is there, is there not a math test for the police academy? Uh, there is not. All right. <laughs> oh, but gosh. yeah, 45 still. 45 years old. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and go on to next one up here. Uh, Tinch, why don't you go ahead? All right, so I have two movies as well, and these were just two like I felt like I watched all the time growing up. So the first one is Like Mike. I used to love watching Like Mike, and that came out in 2002. So that came out 18 wow. years ago. Wow. Well, that, hmm. It's weird yeah. to think that it came out like so long after he was like at right. his peak. Yeah. And the other one that surprised me more than that one, just because, like, kind of like what Scotty said with the quality, like, you can kind of tell, like, Mike is kind of older. But um, the movie Cars, the movie Cars came out 14 years ago. What? Oh, yeah. Like Lightning McQueen? Oh, yeah. 14 years ago. I mean, I was nine years old when Cars came out. Wow. Nuts. Crazy. I feel, like, I feel like when I watched Cars for the first time, I I felt like I was like a teenager. Like, right? That's what I was like, a kid. Like, I felt like when I watched it the first time, I was too old to be watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then just my my last one, no movie or anything. Just like the 1990s is just old. Like we're we're all old. <laughs> <laughs> like my body is deteriorating. <laughs> It is the 1990s. (laughs) Like, we are just old, period. Well, no, so, like, I I was going to say this earlier. When I think of any year prior to 2000, it feels like it's only, you know, that many years from 2000 that it is from today. So, like, if you were to say, you know, like, oh, it was in 1975, I'm like, oh, 25 years ago. But then Brandon's like, "Eh, no, that's actually 45 years ago. And I'm like. Absolutely, yeah. That's what I think. It's so weird. I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alex, you want to go ahead and give yours? Cool. Yeah, Titch. Um, that's pretty mind-blowing. The cars thing is going to sit with me for some time. But I also have a movie, and I do have a toy. I wanted to look it up while we were just talking here, and it's going to blow your guys' mind as much as it did. But the movie I'll start with, it's not necessarily that old, but I just still couldn't believe it. 
It's the movie Inception. And I still watch Inception to this day. Favorite it's one movie. of my favorite movies. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Favorite movie. Top five, no doubt. That was 10 years ago already wow. that that movie came out. And I felt like I was just in the theaters watching it yesterday. 10 years. Well, it's a little inceptive. Maybe, maybe the movie messed with your perception of time. So. Oh, it can easily could <laughs> We're, we're all dreaming. I've never even seen Inception. Is that the one about like the dreams and what? all that? Yeah. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You can like see inside their dreams, like figure out their secrets and stuff. It's it's good. It's you gotta check it out. Big fan. And then the next thing, and it's also a toy inspired by B Dave. When would you guys think like think of Nerf guns? We played with Nerf guns our whole oh, lives. Oh, yeah, still, no doubt. still do. And yeah, they're so cool. There's new ones coming out. I was like, man, I can't be that old. Like probably came out in the 90s is what I just thought in my head. 1969 oh, is when the It was wow. the first nerf. That is wow. Yeah. Man, these, Whoa. I, I, I'm sure they've come a long way. I want to see a picture of the first ever nerf gun. It was actually the first nerf product. I'm reading it here. I don't know how to pronounce this word. A polyurethane foam ball was the first okay. Nerf product. Okay. No way. The wow. inventor of Nerf was also the inventor of the board game Twister. No, what? What? That what? guy is. What? I hate that guy. Wait. It was the world's first indoor ball. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like. I mean, you're indoor, no any balls ball could be inside. <laughs> how how do you make an indoor ball? It's what fun. It's safe. How do you test that? Like, all right, I'm gonna need you to throw this ball as hard as you can at the wall, <laughs> and like, if it doesn't make a dent, all right, it's good. It can be in, it can be inside. <laughs> like that's what I picture going on. Oh my god! It's crazy to think that Nerf started as just a simple foam ball, and now it is. Well, yeah. Yeah, that a is killing machine of the youth. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll be honest though, I, I used to be disappointed with the, the mini nerf baskets. I thought those things would break fairly easy. Well like, yeah, it's we're going as hard as possible on a half an inch piece of plastic. I know, <laughs> but when but when we're the when I'm, you know, that five, six year old kid, like I'm expecting that thing to hold up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah we we're going like, hard, but <laughs> Indoor, I mean, five, five dunks in, and that thing's gone. Indoor Nerf basketball games at my house used to get so heated. Oh, yeah. So heated. Yep. For sure. That was like, wow. I, mean, I feel like that was our, all of our first experience with like true competition. Like you'd, you know, you'd be like eight or, you know, eight or 10 and at a friend's house playing Nerf basketball. And then, you know, you get all sweaty run upstairs and, you know, grab a Mountain Dew out of the fridge, get some Doritos yeah. for your little halftime snack. That, yeah. th- those were the days. Mm-hmm. I, might go, I might go get one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go ahead and, and give mine. So I originally just had one, but then I was thinking about it as we were going through, so I have two. Um, so my both of mine are movies. Um, so my first one, this is my favorite comedy movie, um, Step Brothers. Oh no! That came out in two thousand eight. No. no. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah, that was a long time ago. But that, yeah, that's a classic. One of my favorite movies <laughs> for sure. Um, Here, oh, that's just my. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, we were. <laughs> I was what? I was ten years old when that came out. I was nine. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest. The, chan- the chances I watched Step Brothers after this are high. <laughs> that's fair it's yeah it's a classic you always gotta watch it, it. it's I think on netflix by the way it is it is um but my other one this one is mind-blowing um the movie avatar like the blue people came out <laughs> in 2009 <laughs> wow wow yeah. that movie i, was like, I, I never i time. never watched i never saw avatar wow Dude, that, that's a movie. That. That's a movie that's like way ahead of its time. Like is crazy. It? It's like one of the 
top grossing films of all time. I think it's like three or four. I actually just looked yeah. at that list the other day. Yeah. So, so, so actually, their budget on that movie was $237 million originally, and then it was they added another $9 million for the re-release of it. That's absurd. But they did get $2.8 billion from the box office, so I think that was a nice return oh. on the investment there. Wow. But, oh, yeah. That's disgusting. Crazy stuff there. You know what? I think they, I think they are number two, actually, in, highest, in, in the highest grossing film. What is it? I'm sure it's like the I Infinity War or, or Endgame. I think, yeah. I, think it's, I think Endgame just passed it. Yeah, yeah. Which mm. makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, we are going to go ahead and move on to our next segment, um, another debut segment this, this week. We decided to start doing fantasy drafts every week. Um, we are each going to pick our top four. We're going to do it in a snake draft um, kind of order here like you would typical fantasy football draft. Um, and as promised last week, we are doing some food topics here. So this week we are doing the kickoff with our fantasy draft of breakfast, food, slash drinks. So anything you would have around breakfast time. Um, I pulled up a random um, order generator real quick here. Let me click it. Oh, nice. First pick. Um <laughs> Huh. Okay, so oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, let me do a random that generator. Okay. Oh, click. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, whatever. Um, so it's gonna go me, then Alex, then Brandon, then Tinch. Okay, best for last. I like it. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead. Uh my number one overall pick gotta be coffee. Wow. Coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker. <laughs> That's a weak first pick. No. I'm, well, okay. That's like taking Saquon when McCaffrey's on the board. <laughs> okay. Well, in my defense, I'm a big coffee guy. Usually, okay, you, you know, when I am working, I'll have like three cups of coffee in the morning. Really just gets me going to start the day. Wow. Three? And also, oh, oh yeah, wow. I'm a big oh, coffee. Yeah. Big but coffee. my thing is like, Sometimes I forget to eat breakfast or don't have enough time or whatever. And like, I can just drink enough coffee to get me through till lunch. So coffee is my hero. Coffee is my number one overall pick. Okay. I'm not even going to draft a drink now because coffee was the only drink I was considering. <laughs> That's how much I love. All right. My pick, number two pick, I am going with waffles. With what? Waffles. Dang, that's a good one. That's I a really good one. love waffles. Any waffles, that a- Belgian waffles, thin waffles, chocolate <laughs> yeah. chip waffles, blueberry, any waffle. I am yeah. all, all here for it. That's so are you, a, are you a Waffle House over IHOP guy? Oh, all day long. IHOP is okay. the trash of breakfast food places. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. Hey, you don't <laughs> disrespect Waffle House. Oh, right. I love me some waffles. Waffle House is, I mean, I, I average three eggos a morning. <laughs> there it is uh, it's, like that, i said guys die of a 12 year old hey that's a great pick alex okay Thanks. i was hoping he would slide pick. to four so <laughs> all right i guess i'm next so i i'm gonna go i'm gonna see my first pick i'm gonna go with something i eat every day so i'm gonna go with uh kroger brand peaches and cream oatmeal that's a mistake oh. oatmeal as a first round pick, wow, yeah, that's you nuts! And let me let me tell you how to make you, it because you got to know years old. <laughs> you got to know how to make the oatmeal. This okay. is, does your mom Dude. make it for you? <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope. Okay, so you you take the packets, you obviously put it in the bowl, a little bit of cold water, mix it up, and then you just eat it. You are a serial killer. Say that. Yeah, that's, 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 some, say that's that. some psycho. That's some I gotta cut this stuff. Right I gotta cut this. Everything. I swear on everything. That's how I eat my oatmeal. What? You just, you just what? took a hot take of the whole podcast. Swear. Like, I don't have a hot take anymore because what? You took that segment. What how, did you how just else? say? <laughs> how else do you make oatmeal? I've hot never oatmeal. Way. You don't um, make you oatmeal. Heat the period. water up. You eat you oatmeal. Heat the water up. Yes. What? Mother? No. no. What? Read the instructions on the bag. Oh my god. 
no, Brand, Brandon, just, Brandon just took a defense in round one. <laughs> That's no, what yeah, he, Brandon took a kicker in round one. <laughs> he took a kicker with a broken ankle in round one. <laughs> oh, no, God. Because, listen, if you, if you heat it up in the, and then it gets all, like, warm and soggy. Just don't just, just quit explaining no, yourself. Brandon, you, you, you heat the water first and then you pour it in. <laughs> and then you put the That's like pouring <laughs> fucking milk before the cereal, dude. Well, Brandon, no it's <laughs> Yes it is. Brandon, you look, go read the package right now. You're supposed to heat water and then you pour it into the dry oatmeal and you stir it. <laughs> you, you, just kidding. like you're pouring milk on the cereal. <laughs> I'm just mind blown. <laughs> okay, be- before we really get out of hand here, Tench, you need to go with your picks. All right, so with the fourth overall pick, I'm taking bacon. That's a great pick. That's a I great lo- pick. love me some bacon. I need it crisp, but some crispy bacon can make any bad day better. And then um, coming back, I'm taking, I'm taking a drink, and I'm going milk, white milk. White milk. That way, wow. I can use all the cereal. No chite. Um. See, I was I was thinking about chite, but I can't put chite on the cereal. You know, That's so true. white milk covers the cereal, and it's just like a solid way to start the morning. Like have a nice glass of milk, have some bacon, have some egos. Boom. So I'm going bacon, and then I'm going white milk. <sighs> all right. All right, Brandon, back to you, buddy. Oh, back to me? Yeah. Idiot. Nice. Um, second pick. I'm going to go with pancakes. Thank no God. Doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, nervous. <laughs> pancakes. Um, Got to have peanut butter on top of them. All right. You see, did. you just ruined it again. No, no that's okay. No. I love peanut Love peanut butter on my pancakes. I mean, if I don't have peanut butter, if I don't have peanut butter ready, it's uh, just butter. But yeah, um, that makes sense. Oh yeah, pancakes all day. You know what I like to do? I melt the peanut butter and mix it in with the cake batter. Well, see, I don't melt it. I uh, what I'll do is like as soon as the pancakes are as soon as the pancakes are done, they're nice and hot. Then I'll lather the peanut butter on. It kind of melts it just a little bit. That makes sense. So, yeah. All right. Well, with my pick, I am going with some fried potatoes. Oh, that's solid. Very solid. That's solid. You can't go wrong with some good old hash browns in the oh, morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or some home fries. Oh, any either way. Either way. Either way, your ear's solid. I got a carb-heavy breakfast. <laughs> that's, that's a good <laughs> All right. Um... My second pick, I'm going French toast. Mm. Solid. French mm-hmm. toast is a big old favorite of mine. Um, and then my third pick, I think I am going – I think I'm going to go with eggs. Eggs are versatile. Um, you can do a lot of stuff with eggs. You can, I mean, I have eggs like not even just for breakfast all the time. Eggs are just – and they're cheap. I mean, you can get like 18 eggs for 88 cents, so it's like, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a solid pick. I can't believe eggs slid to the third round. I, I know. I'm surprised. But, all right, Alex. All right. Oh, man. No coffee is a game changer for what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For my third pick in the 2020 breakfast draft. I will select sausage. Mm. Mm. Great, great pick. I, lo- I love the anticipation we had to have there. You took, I, thought, you took I, I thought we lost you for a second, to be honest. I did, too. I, I did, just hit us with it. Because I didn't, I didn't know what to do. It was purely based on the fact that – so I really – this you can cut this part, but I just have to tell you. I eat these little like Nature Valley like biscuits. They have like almond butter in the middle. But I only eat them with my coffee. I have to dip them in the coffee to get them soft, and I can't eat them plain. So I just had to throw it out at a sausage. Mm. But sausage is a great pick. 
Yeah, see, I was going to pick sausage. You ever had like the Tennessee Pride, like microwavable sausage sandwiches? Yeah, those are good. Those are fire. And like, oh, plus I, I could cut it up, like crumble it up, put it in the, with the potatoes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I might go make some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. All right. You guys ready for this? Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, that's, that's any good. So no, it's really not bad. Uh, third pick is going to be lemon poppy seed muffins. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> okay. It's really not that bad. That was terrible. How was that bad, dude? How was it good? What, what about what about the pick? What about the muffins? What about any of that? It's good. Dude, just eat some donuts like a normal cop. <laughs> I haven't donut? had donuts since I've Oh my gosh. Since, since yesterday? Donuts. Months and months. Man, I completely forgot about donuts, and now my next two picks are going to be real tough. Oh. <laughs> I'm I just like, we're gonna, are we going to see Pop-Tarts on Tinch's list? See, oh, I man. have four choices that I, that I eat, like, a lot that I'm stuck between. <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll I don't even want to spend time on Brandon's. Let's not even talk about that. Uh, Tinch, give us your last two. Um, so... As good, as good as donuts are, I think I got to go Frosted Flakes with my next pick. Wow. Big That's cereal guy. That's a bold choice, though. Big cereal guy. Love Tony. Gives me inspiration. Um, I, I've earned my stripes, and so I definitely love some Frosted Flakes. And then my last pick, I'm going Cinnamon Rolls. Oh, oh my gosh. How the hell did I forget about Cinnamon Rolls? I love Well, you forgot about every rolls. other good freaking food. <laughs> So I'm, I'm rounding it out with cinnamon roll. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Brandon, please don't disappoint us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cinnamon roll screwed me up, man. I can't believe I didn't even think about cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I'm pretty sad about that. Um, man. It's tough. He's flustered. I am flustered. I think I haven't had a drink yet. Should I get a drink? Yeah. I think with my final, well, no, because Tinch already took milk, so. He took white milk. Brandon doesn't like chocolate. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't like chocolate, so. Um, I'm going to go. This is a classic that I used to grow up on. I grew up on this stuff. Oh, God. Just plain, plain old, just toast. Toast, yep. Solid okay. cake. But then you take a spoonful of sugar and you sprinkle it on the buttered toast. Oh. And then you take your cinnamon and you mm-hmm. sprinkle on the cinnamon and yep. you have homemade cinnamon sugar toast. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, that's, that's not bad, honestly. I wouldn't say you fully redeemed yourself, but you took a big step towards it. Yeah. I don't understand where I went wrong. Well, I'm start not with oatmeal. We can't get into it. I'll I'll get upset. <laughs> I honestly the oatmeal like I I like oatmeal wouldn't been my first pick. The cold water was a bad thing, but the lemon poppy seed muffins. <laughs> How like, do you not like lemon poppy seed? Muffins? Have you ever had one? Uh, I can name five muffins better than. <laughs> okay, let's. Just, I think Alex. I think it's just the order of how you drafted them. Like there are just so many better options on the I table went with at the time. I eat every day. Like you looked at the best available list, and like you went way down, and you're like, you know what? That looks good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Alex. Okay. So so far, I've got what sausage. Hey, you've got waffles, hash brown sausage. Okay. All right. Pick. It's a little strange. But I just thought about it as I would breakfast every morning, and it will be strawberries. Strawberries? I love That's a solid strawberries. Pick. That's a solid pick for breakfast. I, I, I just, feel like I'd go banana if I yeah, was going I was fruit. Gonna say, I'd go banana over strawberry if I was going fruit, but no. know, to each their own. I, I think I'm fruit and with bananas. They do, they do have to be just right, I will exactly. say. Exactly. Like strawberry, yeah, I can do that at any time. I can eat 
strawberry. I can eat not ripe strawberry. Just give me strawberries. That's, that's true. Bananas have to be ripe. All right. Well, my final pick. Um, this is a personal favorite of mine. This is my sleeper of the draft because I knew it'd still be available at four. I am going a good old breakfast burrito. That's mm. solid. Mm. I That's solid. am a slut for breakfast burritos. Um, the, the ones at McDonald's, you get, the, you get the hot sauce and put them on there. That is fantastic. But the best is when the night before you just had taco night and you've got all the leftover taco ingredients and like including like a little meat leftover. And then you just you get some scrambled eggs in the pan. And then you just nice little homemade breakfast burrito. Oh man, those are those are good. It's not bad. Yeah. Can I um, change a pick? No, 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 <laughs> no. Oh. What, what what has gotten left off? Just, all right. Well, it's that time of the week again. Tinch. I hope you've been stewing over a hot take for the last week. Why don't you go ahead and hit it? Hit us with it. Uh, I have been um, actually not just kind of hit me the last couple of days. I'm hoping it lives up to Brandon's oatmeal hot take, but my hot take is that by the end of the 2020 NFL season, the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback will be Andy Dalton. Wow. Ah. <sighs> Dak will be on the bench. See, if, if you would have said by the start of the 2021 season, I might be with you, but I'm not sure they're going to straight up bench him. I think if they're struggling, I think they, I think they go to Andy quicker than a lot of people think. Oh man. You know, I could, I, I'm on, I'm on board. Let's take on board. You won wow. me over. I mean, and partially because what we said earlier in the show, he's an underappreciated quarterback, and Dallas has weapons that could help him out. Dallas has no excuses anymore. Offense is loaded. So if Dak's not getting it done, like Alex said, the best backup in the league is sitting right there waiting. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's a good take. I'm yeah, damn it, Tinch, you actually gave us a good take. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be, I didn't think you guys agree with it. No, because like it just it does make sense. Is the it definitely is a hot? You don't give. I, I don't know if I agree, it. but I it's not like you've had hotter takes. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I don't I don't know if there's much to say about this one. I I feel like it's it could happen. I don't think it will, but yeah. Well, if it does, I heard it here. Average at best first. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have any last things before we end it off? Oatmeal belongs with hot water. <laughs> Cold water for the oatmeal. It's ready in a minute. Well, you just <laughs> pop it in the microwave for Wait, two. what do you mean? You One literally. Minute. Uh, it's less than a minute. I mean, you listen. You take your two packs of oatmeal, you rip them open, you pour them in the bowl, okay? You take the cold water, you get a little bit of cold water because you don't want it, like, runny. But, like, enough cold water to get it just moist. I just don't get it. Mix it up, and then you eat it. It tastes so good. I've never even heard of doing the hot oatmeal. Oh, my God. It's just the fact that it was a third overall pick. I just I just read the box and it does say to add boiling water. Yes, because it's like listen, the fact that you never heard of hot oatmeal makes me think you don't know what oatmeal really is. <laughs> because there's no such thing cold oatmeal. It makes me think though that I might not actually like oatmeal then. <laughs> No, I'm convinced if you like it cold, then like you need to try it hot tomorrow morning and like let us know. We we could have just changed no. your life forever. I, I can't I can't waste my packets of oatmeal. <laughs> okay, I know the Kroger brand oatmeal is like a dollar. You are gonna try it. You're eating uncooked oats. 
might as well go like that's like what do you mean uncooked like, oats oats that's don't like, cook you don't that's like getting a can of spaghettios and just opening what? it and start eating it from the can that's like just like oh yeah spaghettios cold bet that's like when casey eats the potato without baking it first <laughs> yeah yeah that's well, I'm, classic. I'm not a psychopath i don't know <laughs> that's actually that makes sense people have done that Slice Brandon, we will chip in to buy you more oatmeal if you can try please, it. Please try it and like video it, and I want to see your reaction. I don't think I can do it. Please yeah, do it. Just do it. <laughs> Brandon, think about it this way. Like, you know, like pasta noodles, how they're hot. Put them in hot water to cook. That's the same concept as an. But then it would become all soft and like soggy. Because that's what oats are, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> No, it's because like when you when you put the cold water in, they're still like they're not hard, but they're like <laughs> like what, they're, they're not chewy? they're not they're not mushy. You know what I, I mean? They're not soggy. They're they're like they got like the slight. It's not a crunch or anything, but they're you're like trying to turn oats into cereal. <laughs> you ever heard of no. Honey Bunches of Oats? <laughs> I don't put I don't put milk in it. I put water in it. No, that's what makes it even weirder. You're eating like cold water. Yeah, do you put do you put water in your cereal too? No, I don't eat cereal really. Oh, I got here. I can't. I on it like I guys. I'm not like I'm not trying to be funny or anything. I'm I'm being one thousand percent honest with you. But we know legitimately. This feels like time you guys tried to. The sun was cold. That's how <laughs> irrational this art. <laughs> oh God! I'm like I'm, I'm being honest though. Like I'm being. That's what's, that's what's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I. We need to end it for the week. Yeah. I mean, um, in, um, in, in the, you know, in that argument's sake, space is cold. Okay. We're, okay. okay. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Scotty was the one who messed it up. We were like, what happens if we take a thermometer there? Well, it'll melt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All right. Well, that is the end of this week's episode, packed episode. I feel like that was a great episode we just had. Um, but we will be back next week and see you guys next week. Subscribe to the Oatmeal, cold water. Oh, my God. I really cannot believe you, Brandon. You've got problems, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hi.